Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are knee-deep in democracy. All this election buzz around the U.S. is causing us to find our best and worst presidential candidates from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. All that right after this. Today's podcast is brought to you by HelloFresh. For $60 off your first three boxes, go to HelloFresh.com slash MCUcast60 and use the promo code MCUcast60. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeff Randall, what's happening, my friend? Man, it's good to be back at it. Uh, not being on that regular cadence for uh, for Daredevil kind of had me feeling a bit lethargic. We, we missed you on Daredevil. Uh, we missed I know, you on Daredevil. Man. But Alyssa Terry did a great job. So I heard. Um, yeah, there was like more Alyssa, more Alyssa, less Jeff, less Jeff. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, tonight we're doing a weird cast. We want to do something fun and kind of silly, so we're doing best and worst presidential candidates in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. All this, all this voting going on uh, yesterday. So we're doing uh, a little political discussion of who we. Who we're submitting for uh, our presidential candidates, and who we think would be the worst. Only heroes. We're sticking to heroes. Yeah, it would be so easy to be like, oh, the worst would obviously be Adrian Toomes because he has zero qualifications right. and he's kind of a dickhole. Or Thanos, <laughs> right? Like, we um, don't need to cull the population right. of the world. So we're sticking to heroes because I think it's more interesting. Although I do think it would be fun to do this again. Maybe we'll do it next year or two years from now. Uh, we'll do who would be the best president, best best, best villain president. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my that's god! That's a good one. Like top five villain presidents. Um, and I mean, they've even had it in the comic books. So like, yeah, yeah. We we should Norman totally Osborn. That, obvious. That's next next year. That next year we'll do that next year. I'm gonna go ahead and start building my list. All right, all right. But but we're we're sticking to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We're gonna do our top three. Uh, each of our top three heroes for president and our worst three heroes for president. I like <laughs> it. All right. It's going to be so Let's fun. just dive in. Let's dive in. Uh, I'm going to say, I, I guess you, uh, it's cool if I go first. Go ahead and set the tone. All right. My third choice for president. Yep. Of all the Marvel Cinematic Universe characters. Oh, there's so many. Heroes. They're, they're, they're heroes. They have to be a hero. Is Rhodey. 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 He's I got, like Rhodey. He's got a lot of government experience. Rhodey's, uh, Rhodey's on my list, too. A lot of times. Oh, is he? Nice. Yep. Uh, well, I guess we can go ahead and say, what, where is he? Uh, he's, he's also third. Also third. If we end up with the same list, I don't know if you heard me. Oh, oh, I have to say something. Uh, me and, me and David C. Robertson from the DC on screen podcast started a new podcast this week. And spoiler alert for that podcast, we did a breakdown of our favorite Star Trek live action series from six to one. And we went through it without talking about it and we lined them up exactly. And it was really funny because we did not plan on we didn't even we didn't even know what we were going to write down as our favorites before like there was a lot of like close calls for both of us we're like I might flip those two and we ended up with the exact same list <laughs> it was it was amazing we, we we just like went through so that's your 6 okay that's my 6 that's your 5 that's my 5 oh that's your 4 that's my 4 um so if we do that here it's just I've been hanging out with both of you way too much yeah um so 
Number three, roadie for both of us. I like it. That's 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 crazy. I think that's a uh, uh, that's you know that's that's kind of wild because like, he's not the biggest character. Uh, yeah, but. He's got government experience. He's got military experience. A lot of times, presidential candidates come from the military. Um, but he's a reasonable guy. He has a public persona. We've seen him like uh, on the hill. He's a reasonable person. I like him. Um, he's he's even like uh, he's even he's even been injured. Probably got like a purple heart or something for that being blasted by vision thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that wasn't at war, but you know, whatever. Yeah, no, it was still in service. It, it was. I don't. You know. Know, I don't know the rules on a Purple Heart, so I don't want to <laughs> act like I do. My biggest thing with with Rhodey is uh, his reasonability yeah. in Civil War. This, you know, as f- he, he comports himself very well. Yeah, like in in Civil War when they're presented with the Accords, he's like, oh. Crap! This is the way everybody feels. I obviously, I obviously need to take a look at myself, and then assess, and then see what they have to say, and then assess. Like he's yeah. he's good at taking in outside information and then shaping his thoughts around that with that absolutely, in mind. Absolutely, uh, we we talked about it a lot with uh, superhero ethics, Matthew Westfox, a couple weeks ago. Uh, but we talked about someone being able to look at their look, being able to be self reflective is yeah. is a big thing that makes someone ethical and being able to uh take in other people's opinions and surrounding yourself with other opinions and it's interesting because in that in that movie there's really just the two of them that are completely on the side of registration most of the people that are on the side of the registration um uh oh gosh I want to say Natasha which is correct but I, I black widow <laughs> I don't know why Natasha came to mind we're on a first name basis now um <laughs> Uh, that makes sense. Ms. Romanov, uh, she, she, she's there, but she like defects by the ending. Um, and then you've got Vision, but he's like, he's just kind of an X factor because he's an, he's an android, uh, who is just new to, new to human experience or whatever, new to life. Um, he was born, well, not yesterday, but previously, pretty, pretty recently. Yeah, pretty um, recently. And then, and then you've got Spider-Man who's on his side, but he's more just like, yeah, I'll help Tony Stark. Uh, yeah. He's he's enamored by Tony Stark, so he's not really uh, doing it for himself. It feels like the the only two on that side that really make the decision are Tony and Rhodey, and Tony is doing it out of guilt. Yeah, Rhodey is doing it out of a genuine feeling that it's what's right, and he's yeah. he's willing to look at his own like organization that he is fighting with and say, you know what? Maybe we need regulation. And honestly, that's like a president should, should like seek some oversight and should understand that they're not always right. Uh, like these are, these are really cool aspects of roadie. I like him a lot. Yeah. I, I actually, I kind of wobbled on whether or not I was going to put roadie as my number one because of that or yeah. my number three, because he's, you know, not, I don't want to say necessarily not electable, but he he doesn't have the uh, the general likability that most presidential candidates have. Right? Yeah, that's true. You know what? I might have to swap him to number one. The more I'm talking about him, the more <laughs> I'm like, Rody would be great. Uh, yeah, he's like, Rody for president. I'll keep I'll keep my number one my, my list the way it is, but. I really, if I'd really given it more thought, and honestly, the case you made for him makes me like him even more, and I'm like, oh, maybe I should have put him as number one, because my number one and two 
I was going back and forth on, and I finally just had a. I, I decided it on a technicality, but the more I think about it, roadie might have been a better choice all around. Um, yeah. Number two, you go for it. What you got for number two? My number two is gonna be T'Challa. That's my number two. <laughs> Get out of town. <laughs> what the. I don't. That's we had the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe to choose from, and we both chose Rhodey and T'Challa right after each other. That's crazy. And I have a feeling our number one is going to be the same because I really hope not because I want some difference. Yeah, but you know what? It's kind of fun that it's not. It's fun when we go into these things. Like I said, we did it on the Star Trek Universe podcast this week, and it was like the same the same deal. Um, by the way. Let me just pause. I mentioned Star Trek Universe podcast twice. You guys, if you're listening to this, you listen to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. This is me and Jeff. Me and David C. Robertson, who is the uh, who is one of the hosts of the DC On Screen podcast, started the Star Trek Universe podcast this week, and we are really, really, really wanting as many people to go subscribe right now. Even if you're not a Star Trek fan, if you just like me, it would really help us out. If you went and subscribed and downloaded, there's like four episodes already up. And if all of our listeners went and downloaded those episodes, we could actually get some traction on iTunes. And that would, for, for guys like us that are just doing this from our house, it would be amazing to have some actual placement on iTunes. So we have a lot of listeners on this show. Uh, we, we love you all. If you get a chance, even if you don't like Star Trek, maybe you'll enjoy the show. <laughs> Uh, but even if you don't like Star Trek, just do me a favor and go download those first four or five episodes that are up now. Thank you. Um, <laughs> don't do it for Star Trek. Do it for Matt. Do it. Do it. Do it because you like us uh, and, and like and like 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 the like our content. Um, but if you like Star Trek, or even if you don't, we're we're, we're we might be a good way into it because we're just talking about it and we're not. Uh, we're, we talk about the positives and the negatives um, and really try to dig into Star Trek. I. I'm I'm really enjoying that show. It's been a lot of fun. So sorry, had to do a little ad for that. Uh, back to number two, T'Challa. T'Challa, like, I mean, the obvious qualification for him is that he's the leader of a country, right? Right. So he's, he has the most experience. I almost put him at the top because he has the most experience. He, him, and my number one kept swapping places. Uh, He's got the experience, you know, like he knows how to lead a country. One of the things that kind of hurt him for me, though, didn't, this is why I probably should put Rhodey at number one, um, is T'Challa is, uh, I, I, I still don't know how great of a leader he is. Yeah, he's so green. He's so new to the role. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's so new to the role of leader, not just like leader of the country, but leader at all, because... When we first met him in Civil War, he's just a warrior. He, like, right. he was just an advisor, a well, bodyguard, still, just a warrior. He's still been raised to be the leader. So I think like there's still something to be said for he's had that experience. But my big qualm is not so much that he hasn't had any experience, but that he is um, he's definitely had more experience than anyone else in that role. But uh, I don't. See, he's been taught and trained by his family, and we kind of learned from the movie that his family wasn't making the best decisions. Right. And we saw him tell his ancestors that they were all wrong, but, like, where does he go forward from right. there? Does he make... And I think the the end of that movie, like, there's a great case to be made. The same as we made for Rhodey, being able to listen to people uh, who are telling him something he doesn't necessarily like. He actually listens to his enemy. 
to, to, to the, to the truth that his enemy is telling him. So like, that's pretty amazing. That's pretty yeah. amazing. Uh, the deciding factor for me, the reason he didn't make number one, he's not electable because he's not an American citizen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, 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 we said we we're going to talk a little bit about electability and I'm like, you know, Technically, he's not an elect. <laughs> he's not. Yeah, that, that's he, kind of a huge qualification is being a natural born U.S. Right. citizen. But if we're just going for who could do the job best, I think he's probably at the top. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know about his electability, though, as far as like his his he's got the royal, the regal air about him and he would probably do well in campaigning. But he hasn't had to do that, and he hasn't really had to like sell himself right. as the the best candidate. Being a royal is a very different experience than being a political figure and a candidate, and right. someone who has to be elected. And I think that, um, like especially in America today, like like the the whole royal thing would probably get. He's like talk about an insider, you know. <laughs> Right, like the political insider. We want an outsider these days, and everybody's yeah. always wanting an outsider. And he is not a political outsider. He's he's been a leader of a country for a long time, except that he's an outsider of the country. <laughs> so he's a silly answer in a way. But so that's why I probably couldn't make him number one because he, he. If we were talking about president, maybe we should have talked about president of the world. Um, but <laughs> president of the president world. of the world, but we're going with what we're going with and I'm putting him at number two cause he's not electable, but he'd be a great leader. He would be a great leader. We think we we're pretty sure. Yeah. We're fairly certain <laughs> it's, it's a general consensus between the two of us. So that makes it law. Right. Absolutely. Uh, law on yeah. this cast anyway. Yeah. It's two thirds vote done. So number one. Go for it. I have a feeling we got the same one. Say, say his name. Steve Rogers. God, son of a... Is that not... Are you shitting me? Is that yours? Yeah, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. Okay. Uh, I have some qualifications, though, for Steve Rogers being number one okay. on my list. Okay. Because he's not... He's not a politician. Which is great for electability, especially in this country. He's not a politician. He's a, he's a decorated war veteran. He's a good man. We know that personally because we've seen his story. But as a politician, he has, he doesn't have that background. Right. But if we're docking him for electability there, I have to say, like, he is a symbol of America. Both in yeah. and out of universe. Like, he was, he literally fought Nazis. And right. like, you could totally see him being like, you know, like, emerging as a politician in his later life if he, once he stops being a soldier. Uh, now, I don't think he'd ever run. <laughs> I think he's no, a soldier. No, he wouldn't want it. He wouldn't want it. He doesn't even really want to be a part of the system anymore. But I just think my main thing for him is he is just a good man. Yeah, that's his major qualification. Now, what I think he needs is a solid advisory team, a solid cabinet. My my qualifications for him, like the, what would make him a good candidate, is having a super smart and savvy vice president. Oh, uh, you know what we should do another episode on? Build the best cabinet. <laughs> Build the best cabinet, yes. <laughs> Nick Furious, security <laughs> advisor. 
I got Natasha Romanov is like international affairs or something. <laughs> see, see, I'm thinking Steve Rogers with a vice president of Tony Stark. That's a that's a strong ticket, but I don't like it. I'll go ahead and spoil. I did not put Tony on my list of worst, but I almost did. <laughs> He's my number one. <laughs> Oh, his. Well, that's a, I think Tony Stark would be a great vice president for Steve Rogers. See, that's not what a vice president does, though. Vice president is like, I, I think he'd be a great advisor of some sort. But a vice president is just the next in line to president. Vice presidents over the years have had different roles in the administration. Some of them have almost no role, and they just break ties every once in a while. And some of them are very active, like Dick Cheney was. Uh, but, like, the vice president's main role is he's just the successor. And I don't really want to ever want to say... See, him being your number one worst makes me... Like, I guess there is the pro that, like... Captain America is like really, really strong and fit, so it's unlikely he'll die in office. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I think that uh, uh, Tony Stark as vice president, like if if given time with Steve Rogers as president, uh, Tony Stark vice president can see how good Steve has done and then carry on that legacy. But if it's just Tony Stark by himself on the on the ticket, then no, I don't want it. Right. I just think that Tony Stark was, is, is too self-involved. He's not a servant. He wants to be a good man, but he is not a servant. And I want a president that is a servant. Yeah, he's, he's his moral compass isn't broken. He just does better with a North Star to guide him. And that's true. That's very true. <laughs> that's very true. Daredevil Season 3, everybody. Go watch it. What are you doing if God, you haven't watched it God, yet? what are you doing with your life we if haven't, you haven't watched yeah, that? Yeah, it's crazy. The other thing that I want... For Steve Rogers as president is a uh, an advisor of Vision. I want Vision to be an advisor for Steve because Vision yeah. contains all of the data ever. See, I think Steve as the decider and the leader, with like T'Challa as an advisor and uh, Tony as a technology advisor, and uh, like all these people, all all of the Avengers would be great in a cabinet. Like we should, we really should like build, like find out what the actual cabinet of the U.S. is, and like pick a position for everyone. That would be that would be a fun episode. Um, okay, so that's that's a, that's a great one. I like Steve. I just he's such a servant. He's such a good man, and he's not he's not scared to be a leader. And I I I really he wouldn't even care about being reelected, which I feel like is one of the biggest problems with our entire system of government is every politician on both sides, whatever, doesn't independent, all of them, they're all just trying to get the next, they're all trying to keep their jobs. And Steve Rogers would not cow to that. Like he would absolutely do what he had to do um, and do what was right. The hard things. He makes the hard decisions, you know? Yep. Yep. I, I want that. I want Steve Rogers for president. Steve Rogers for president. Oh, Jeff, we're cutting in. You know what time that means? Oh, is it feeding time? It's feeding time. It's down but to, not for us. No, we have to feed the masses. We have to feed the masses by telling them they should go to HelloFresh.com. Slash MTUCast60. That's right. Uh, we are here to offer a promo code to our listeners. HelloFresh has been kind enough to support the cast this week and give us a promo code. It's HelloFresh.com slash MCUCast60. Use the promo code MCUCast60. 
HelloFresh.com is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. Each box is made up of fresh, responsibly obtained ingredients from carefully selected farms and high-rated, trusted sources. This is high-quality food, people. Every single week I've gotten it has been amazing. Yeah, man. Uh, me too. Me too. I want to talk about their Global Eats options. Uh, they okay. bring authentic international dishes and flavors to home cooks for exciting new meals. This, I love this because they let you try things from all over. I, this week I had Indian food. And yeah. when I, 15 years ago I had Indian food for the first time and I hated it. But you really? know what? This week I loved it. Because <laughs> over the years I've experienced other foods that have like led me to enjoy things that were outside my comfort zone. I'm a more well-rounded person because I try things from other cultures and their global eats option is a great way to do that. You can uh, like myself grow in your, uh, in your food consumption to like all kinds of different things that like you never knew you were going to like, and it lets you experience life on a whole different level. I love it. All the ingredients come pre-measured in handy labeled meal kits, so you know which ingredients go with which recipes. And that's one of my favorite points, is that everything comes in a bag that's labeled, this is for this meal. That way, me with the kids, I can just keep them out of that sack, and they know, like, this is the stuff that goes with that meal. If I (laughs) bust into this sack, I can't have that meal. And they can look in there, and they can be like, oh... Hey, can we have this one tonight? Like, there have been multiple times where they're like, hey, can I have the cheddar? Can we do the cheddar Frico burgers? And I'm like, what are you? Are you really? Like, you really you really like that? <laughs> they're like, it's, that. it's awesome. Yeah, that's really great. You know, it's it's got everything in there. And, and especially the family plan has everything in there for kid-tested and approved recipes and meals. So, you, you know, it's for the pickiest eaters. And... You've got an array of things to choose from, and it's going to be a good thing every week, and you're going to have all your pickier eaters are going to love it. Get delicious filling meals delivered right to your door every week for less than $10 per serving and free shipping. We love HelloFresh. We know you guys will, too. Go to HelloFresh.com slash MCUCast60 for $60 off your first three boxes. Use the promo code MCUCast60. That's HelloFresh.com slash MCUCast60. Use the promo code MCUCast60. Do it. Now, we're going to go with our worst our worst possibility. I've already, I've already told you my, my know, number you, one you worst. Gave away I'm sorry. Your, we're, we're not going to have the same list here because that's not my number one. Okay, good. It's not my number one. I think. Tell I, me your number three. My number three is Ant Man. Ant Man. Ah, just a shit. Bad, just a bad call. You know, yeah. <laughs> just like he, I don't think he's not a he's not a bad dude. He wouldn't do anything horrible, but he's, he's just not very good. He's not at very it. good at it. He wouldn't be good at it. <laughs> he, like, he wouldn't be good at anything, really. No, no. He's just a he's just a doofus, and uh, like he's <laughs> he's almost all of the heroes we have in in this universe like are kind of responsible for their own technology. At least he doesn't even have that. <laughs> Like, right? 
I think about Tony Stark and he at least has that sort of like Elon Musk appeal that at least Elon Musk used to have before he went a little crazy here lately uh, of like, maybe he could, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> maybe he'll save the world with his technology. So like, Tony has that going for him. Uh, but Ant-Man doesn't even make his own technology. He's just like, well, also he's an ex-con. I like, he's not electable. <laughs> well, there's nothing in the constitution that says a president can't be a felon. Oh no, I, I didn't say it was illegal. I said he's not electable. <laughs> yeah. Just like, nobody I, would like that. They'd be like, mm, he, he, I don't know. He might be able to be elected. He's not allowed to vote in most states. <laughs> uh, so, uh, that's my that's my number three. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just just a bad call. Just a bad bad president. He'd be a bad president. That makes me rethink my list because <laughs> I completely forgot about the smaller the smaller doofuses in the crew. Smaller I think, doofuses. I think I, I, no pun intended. Smaller. Um, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what I was going for. I like it. Yeah, he's 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 not. I think he's the only one I can think of that's like that. Most of them are so serious. Uh, I yeah. mean, obviously, I think Star Lord would also probably be bad, but I think Ant Man has him beat. So that's that's, fair. that's my number three. Um, my number three is going to have to be Thor. Ooh, also unelectable, also non American citizen. <laughs> yeah, non American citizen, uh, not of Earth, um, <laughs> but also just. His whole attitude toward leadership is just not good for being president. No. He's way too roguish, like, oh, I'm leading? I guess now I'm going to go off and do my own thing. Oh, the people need me? I'm going to go off to back to Midgard. Bye. Also a bit of a warmonger. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he answers every problem with, I'll take my hammer and go off to another planet to defeat that army. Uh, and, right. And maybe they're all legitimate armies that are attacking Asgard, but I have a feeling... Um, that Asgard has bred a culture of war out in the out in the cosmos. I don't. What they, are you doing out there? Come on. Yeah, I'm. I'm not feeling Thor for president. <laughs> yeah. No, not really. Like, I like the guy. Favorite hero. However, not really electable. Not uh, not a great not great qualifications for. Uh, leadership of the country or the world, if we're doing president of the world. <laughs> it's still not a citizen of the world. Nope, not a citizen of the world. <laughs> it's just like wholly unqualified. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's my, uh, that's my number three is, is Thor. All right. So what's your number two? My number two <clears throat> is going to be Star Lord. Ah, yep. There you go. The goofus. Peter Quill is way too much of a goofus. He's just a man-child. I don't know if he's the same kind of goofus that uh, <laughs> Ant-Man is. He's just kind of a man-child. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I see that. I see that. Uh, I don't, he's kind of useless. Yeah. I, he w And he thinks he also has none of that self-reflective nature. He always thinks his plans are best. Um, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I don't want to get political. Okay. But if st he's got the greatest plans, his plans yeah, are always the best. No, I can absolutely like him <laughs> saying that and in it is you can absolutely say hear Donald Trump saying like I know a lot of people who have great plans and they all say that my plans are the greatest. <laughs> like it, no, what's the what's the plan? That's a 
that's a good plan, but I have a better one. Let's not do that. Like, what's that line from Infinity War? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's that? like, about your plan. I like it, except it sucks. So why don't we let me do the plan? And that way, it might be really good. Yeah. And then he comes out with the same plan. So, like, you totally see that being like an actual Donald Trump line in a speech. Um, <laughs> so not to get political, not to take sides on any of that stuff, but... It is a funny correlation that I can kind of see all of Star-Lord's lines coming out of Donald Trump's mouth and vice versa. <laughs> but that's, you know, and I, I, say what you will. Say what you will. I'm not even saying anything about Donald Trump. I'm just saying he kind of lines up with Jeff's worst president <laughs> over there. God. Oh, goodness. Uh, yeah, so... Qualifications, he has none. None. Uh, electability, I, I mean, those abs. Those abs, though. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, in recent movies, he's been told that he's one sandwich away from being fat. That's true. That's so, true. That was so funny. I don't know, and though. he has that mustache now. Like, he's not even attractive anymore. <laughs> he's not electable at all. <laughs> I love. That, I don't man. know. A lot of presidents have that uh, that dad bod. Have you seen a bodybuilder president before? Uh, no, no. But you, no. Should, you should see Lincoln without his shirt on. Those impressive. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know. What I'm uh, okay, so that's definitely a, that's a good that's a good call. It's a good call. Yeah. Um, you've already said your th- your number one. Yep. Who's your number oh, wait, two? My number two. Yeah. I'm sorry. Nick Fury. Ooh. Nick Fury. I, yeah. He'd be not really trustworthy. Not trustworthy. He would not listen to any other advisors. He would be, you know, Patriot Act on steroids, uh, <laughs> just as the government would be running everything if he was president. And he would know better. We'd lose all our freedoms. Um, and I, <laughs> there's a certain balance between security and freedom that you kind of have to strike to, yeah. to, to be this country. Um, and he would not be able to strike that balance. <laughs> he would, he would strike something. He would, he would strike lots of things. I have a feeling there'd be airstrikes, uh, common airstrikes, <laughs> drone <know>. strikes, <laughs> uh, <laughs> strike forces, um, <laughs> just strike teams, all the strikes, anything with strike in the name. Uh, he'd probably uh, create the, the two strikes law. <laughs> Baseball is his favorite sport. <laughs> All right. So that brings us to number one, which you've already said was uh, your, Tony, Stark. your Tony Stark's your worst. Tony Stark's your worst president, but your best vice president. I got to say, your, your list makes no sense, sir. Um, I think he would be a really good vice president for Steve Rogers simply because they... They may have differing opinions on some things, but they are the best, the best counter for each other so that they can have that conversation. We've literally seen Tony Stark, or we've literally seen in the comics, uh, Captain America gunned down on the Capitol steps. And you want to put the heartbeat away from the president, the man you have as your number one worst. Only because I think he would learn from Steve Rogers' example. All right, all right. I'm just saying, got to got to call bullshit on that. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. All right, my number one with a bullet. Number one worst president hero of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay, the Hulk. <laughs> 
Thank you. No enough said. World War Hulk with the, with him, his finger on all the buttons. Highly stressful job. He has access oh, yeah. to all the codes. Like it's just not a good idea. He has an anger problem, and it's yep. it could be a real problem uh, in all kinds of ways. Yeah. <laughs> Hulk is my number one, and I feel like I don't even have to explain it. I don't have to give anything else. Just mic drop, number one, Hulk, all the way. <laughs> all I all I see is just several campaign situations <laughs> where it's like, sorry, sir, with the banner's falling down. No banner, only Hulk. <laughs> and he just starts ripping the place up. I'm sorry. You're right. That is kind of an op two different characters. I meant banner. Slash Hulk. So he'd be running as Banner, but at any moment, <laughs> you could have a Hulk situation. But yeah, Hulk himself would be <laughs> even worse. Up. Can you imagine Hulk being, like, tailored? Like, in a tailored suit? Oh, to I, try to be on stage, like, having notes? I absolutely can, and I like it. <laughs> Those big green hands trying to jostle papers around. Yeah, he's Love just trying it. to, like, straighten them, but he can't, and they just keep getting grumpled, and he just keeps getting more mad at it. Yeah. He just, like, breaks his podium, and he's like, ah, Yeah. So, uh, either way, either way you want to say take that banner, who gets elected, and then always the risk of Hulk... Or just Hulk himself. Either way, I think he is my number one worst idea for president. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doesn't have I the could... temper. It doesn't have the temperament for it. Ah, I get it. <laughs> all right. Because he said that in a movie. Yeah, you did. You did. Um. All right, guys. Well, that's our little fun episode on who should be the president if we had to choose a Marvel Cinematic Universe hero. <laughs> That was fun. That was fun. That was, we should do this good. more. Like, who I want be? a cabinet now. We should. We should make a cabinet. I'm down. I'm down. If, if you guys have ideas for who would be the best or worst president, or if you have idea, ideas for the cabinet, <laughs> hit us up on Facebook, Twitter. We're at MCUcast on all the places. Uh, or you can reach us at MCUcast.com. Check out the Star Trek Universe podcast. This podcast is ending right now, which means you don't know what you're going to listen to next. Go to your app. Type the Star Trek Universe podcast, and we will pop up. It looks like a little Star Trek logo with little radio waves behind it. Just, uh, just, just go subscribe, and just go ahead and download all the episodes, so we can, you know, rate on iTunes or whatever, and listen to them. They're a lot of fun. I really enjoyed making those episodes. Like, it, it was like, it just, it was so different because I've been doing the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast for a long time, and as I've said on this podcast many times. The Star Trek is kind of my first love of a big, sweeping cinematic universe, and it, it's just really fun to get into uh, the a, a thing that I love so much. Um, so, thank you guys. Hit us up at mcucast.com, all those places. So if you want to support the cast, go to patreon.com slash mcucast. Um, we're going to have some t-shirts soon that are going to be extras from our Patreons. Uh, if you want a t-shirt... Hit us up, uh, send us your size so we'll order the right sizes. We're probably gonna be ordering them in the next day or two, so do that quick. Um, we'll have some extras either way, but if you wanna get your size, do that. Um, alright guys, peace! Until next time, true believers. 